That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Have any of you ever worked on a garden or at an orchard? I like the idea of having a garden, but with everything going on in my life, working in the garden is usually the last thing on my mind any given day. Just ask my wife. Why do people grow gardens, plant fields, or tend orchards? Well, there's no other reason than the joy of harvesting a crop in its due time. But what happens if you plant a tomato and a green bushy plant grows up and there's no tomatoes? Or you plant an onion and a green stalk grows up but under the soil there's no onion bulb. Or you plant corn and pull back the husk to see an empty cob. It's frustrating. The whole purpose was to get a harvest and there's nothing there. Well that's what we're talking about today. Luke chapter 13 verses 6 through 9. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I've come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Normally when we talk about fruit in the New Testament, we're talking about faith. Just as a review, what is faith? Hebrews 11 tells us that faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. We're sure that Jesus is coming again. We're sure that Jesus is preparing a place for us in the kingdom. We're sure that one day Jesus will turn this crazy world right side up again and judge his enemies. We're certain of Jesus' death on the cross. We're certain of his resurrection. And we're certain that he who began a good work in our life is faithful to complete it. This is the type of faith that corresponds to fruit. And it also says in Hebrews that without this type of faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, it didn't seem so bad when we were talking about cutting a fig tree, did it? But when you realize that it's by man's faithlessness that causes God's displeasure and anger, that causes his very life to be in jeopardy, that causes his eternal destination to be headed towards hell, well, if that doesn't alarm you a little, I don't know what would. Now, how many people do you know that we could say if they'd only turn their life around, they might still be here today? I'm not saying that everyone who died seemingly early or under weird circumstance was struck down by God, but I'm not ruling it out either. Where is the mercy? You might be getting a little uncomfortable with the idea that God has everyone's life in his hands and the power and authority over when your last day will be. You're probably thinking to yourself, well, that's not fair. And you're absolutely right. Fair means we get an equitable outcome for the contributions we made. You want fair? Fair says that all of sin comes short of the glory of God in Romans 3.23. Fair says, for the wages of sin is death in Romans 6.23. Fair says, there is none righteous, no, not one, over in Romans 3.10. Fair says, 
There is none that seek after God, no one, Romans 3.11. Fortunately for me and you, God doesn't give us what we deserve right away because Jesus intercedes on behalf of the human race and asks for mercy. Just like the fig tree, when he asks for another year and has a plan to bring forth fruit by adding fertilizer around the tree, he had a plan to bring about a harvest of souls here by becoming the sacrifice for sins for all men who had ever lived or ever would live. So Jesus took care of everything, right? Yes, that's right on one hand. Jesus paid the penalty for your sins. Jesus did what no imperfect person could do for themselves. So on one hand, salvation is a free gift that is freely given by Christ to us. But a gift is just a pretty box collecting dust if it's not received. I could bring in a present and wrap it up in the prettiest paper, put some ribbon on it and slap a fancy bow on it. I could present it in the most regal way to you with the best of intentions, even include a sincere card with it. But if you give me a sideways look and say, no thank you, well the gift goes unused. Same with salvation. Some people spend their whole life looking at Jesus with a sideways glance and telling him, give up my precious life of sin and self-destruction to gain eternal life, say no to myself and submit to you as Lord, become an ambassador for the King of Kings and Lord of Lords instead of being a failing army of one, well I think I'll just pass again. Don't be deceived. God's patience wears thinner each time you scoff at the message of the cross. For the Almighty God of the universe to leave his throne on high and come down here to be humbled to the point of dying a torturous death on a cross, taking the burden of all sins ever committed upon himself, and then for you to judge that his sacrifice wasn't quite good enough for you and that you're not interested? If God was more like me, his patience would have worn through a long time ago. But God's nothing like me, or better stated, I'm not yet as much like God as I'm destined to be. Do not delay. I've said this time and again. You do not know when your final day will be. If this concerns you, if you feel the weight and guilt of sin pressing down on you, do not wait another moment. Repent of your sins. Call on Jesus to be your Lord and claim the promise that he will never leave you or forsake you today. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kankakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.